Yo, peace, peace, peace. Uh, let me get right into it. Scorpio, Edmund, O'Sheela, Lord Vell, Hurricane, Brian, Big B, Chris. Um, I'm only doing episodes one through three because I couldn't stomach any more of Killer Mike's hypocrisy and disingenuousness. I will do episodes four through six at a later date. I can only stand the first three episodes. All right. So let's get right into it. <laughs> Prince O'Mill, what's happening? Rebel Zoe, BSG, what's happening? Ronnie Wealth, my man. Stefan, yes, 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 yes. Um, not Ernie, because I got to put my laptop in the shop tomorrow. So after, after tomorrow, you know, but whatever. Um, let me get into this bullshit. Why the fuck y'all didn't tell me? About this nonsense, this trick. How come no one is speaking out against the silliness of this this whole Killer Mike shit? How come no one has said anything about this? Why am I the only one that's going to just rip this thing to shreds? Oh, we about to get into it, Ronnie. I'm about to give you. I'm about to give you the word. Not 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 my word. The word. Okay, because clearly I took notes on this thing and. When I when I when I say these things, it's not out of biasness. It really isn't. I'm just taking things for what it is. I dissect, I break it down, I research it, and I give it back to you guys as it should be. So let's get into it. Episode one Living Black. Uh so the premise behind this was he had three days to only shop by and just basically live black. Only he can only use black on this, black on that, blah 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 blah. Okay. First things first. Um, the silliness. Here comes the silly part. He couldn't buy weed from his main weed guy because his connect had a white wife. Let that sink in. That's the first. The first of many silly shit in this. He couldn't buy the weed. He couldn't buy the California weed that he was used to buying because his weed connect had a white wife. Out his own mouth. I can't make this shit up. Okay. And then his go-to model for uh, reinvesting the black dollar, his only uh, example, the best example he could give you was the black strip club called the Blue Flame. Now, for those that have been privy to live in Atlanta, such as myself, we all know the Blue Flame is 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 the strip club for the ragamuffins. All the bad strippers are not at the Blue Flame; they're at King of Diamonds or at One Twelve. The all the bust downs, the bust down strippers, are at the Blue Flame. Don't 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 debate me on this. Trust me, okay? I've been there. Plenty of times. All right. So his best example of to recycle the black dollar was a strip club because it was black owned. Then this nigga is in the strip club. This Asian stripper. Wanted to give him a lap dance. Guess what he said to her. He said, no, I don't want you to give me a lap dance because 
I want, I'm, you're not black. This nigga only wanted black strippers to give him lap dances as he tries to recycle black dollars. Right? Yeah. The Asian bitch, he said, you ain't black. I'm trying to live black for three days. Basically, bitch, you can't give me a lap dance because you're not black. Oh my God. This is your this is your, this is your guy though. This is y'all peoples. Right? This is y'all peoples. Let me cross that out. Okay. Um okay. And then he went to the guy, the Muslim, and for some odd reason, why is it he can only find Muslim Muslims that that were proponents of black owned this, black owned that. Okay? So the We Buy Black company he went to, the nigga was a Muslim. No diss against Muslims, but, I, but just, just walk with me on this one. Okay, you can just walk with me for a little bit, all right? The nigga gives him a cell phone by the nigga. The nigga name is, hold up, because I did my research on this shit. The nigga's name was, is the figures, right? The figures cell phone. Okay. Black cell phone. All right. All right. The black cell phone. The guy, his name is Freddie Figures. He said, well, yeah, this guy has his own cell phone service, his own company. You know, it's black owned. That's a lie. And let me tell you why. Freddie Figures only holds an FCC license. Doesn't own an FCC license. Let me break down the difference between ownership and basically holding something see the fcc um allows certain entities companies to either own or hold their licenses freddie figures only holds his fcc license what does that mean sly that means he's allowed to buy or purchase or rent bandwidth from the bigger companies that allow his cell phone to function over the airwaves, which means what? His cell phone ain't black owned. If you don't own bandwidth, your cell phone is useless. Do you follow me what I'm saying with this? Walk with me. Freddie Figures does not own bandwidth. He rents the bandwidth through the FCC license he's allowed to hold. Okay? So, cross Freddie Figures off your black owned cell phone list. Cross that nigga out. Okay? Now. So throughout the episode, he he, he said, well, I can't take a I can't take a car because that's all made by white folk. Oh, that's not so much the case. See now had Killer Mike had actually give a fuck about y'all and the information he puts out to you guys, he would have known about this guy named C.R. Patterson. Well, gee, Sly, who the fuck is C.R. Patterson? Well, nigga, I'm going to tell you who C.R. Patterson is, nigga, and why it's important to this story. C.R. Patterson built cars before Henry Ford. C.R. Patterson, a former slave, built the first four-cylinder engine car to compete against the Model T. C.R. Patterson, a former slave, built the first four-cylinder engine 
to compete against the Model T. Well, gee, Slap, well, okay, I understand what you're saying, but nigga, what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened, nigga. You see, Sierra Patterson wasn't able to afford to patent his, uh, his, uh, his works. So what did he do? They switched to making buses and trucks. And so instead of being completely swallowed up against Ford, they went to work with Ford and helping build their, bu- their buses and trucks. So it's the old adage, if you can't beat them, join them. That's what happened with C.R. Patterson. Okay. All right. Now. Let me let me let me let me give you another history, a lesson that 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 Mike Killer Mike didn't want you to know or he knows, but just doesn't give a fuck about y'all. Richard Spikes. Well, gee, Sly, who the fuck is Richard Spikes? Nigga, I'm going to tell you who Richard Spikes is, nigga. Richard Spikes invented the, the automatic gear shift. The automatic gear shift, because if you know your history of cars, all cars were pretty much manuals, four speed, five speed, three speeds. Okay. Up until 1932, it was a brother that built the automatic gear shift, which allowed cars to shift automatically. So you mean to tell me Killer Mike couldn't take a car that had parts built by black men? Because in his mind, the entire car was built by white dudes. See... I could stop right here, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. So let's scratch that history lesson off the fucking list. All right. Then, 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 then. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So then the next point was he was complaining about his hunger because, like I've said to you guys, this man is pushing 400 pounds, if not 400 pounds already. And has no self-discipline when it comes to food. So the whole time he's bitching about how hungry he is. Or he can't smoke weed. Okay, nigga. Fine. So then they go. They find some. some. Uh, they, want, they go to this uh, hole in the wall. To, to, he, this nigga wants to eat pork. Okay. So you big as fuck. You fat as fuck. And the only, thing you, the only food you want to eat is some goddamn ribs. So they go to the, the fucking rib shack. And the white boy joins him. The white boy's eating the ribs like, nigga, I'm, I'm eating these ribs. Come to find out, of course, the the swine that's used in the, uh, the, 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 the rib shack place ain't black owned. What the fuck ever? Fine, whatever. They find a place, some, ba- some little backwards place, whatever the case may be. Oh, let's get to the, uh, the transportation. Let's get back to that. So they find a black-owned charter bus, right? But guess what? The gas used to fuel that black-owned charter bus came from white people. So why the fuck was this fat ass using the charter bus that clearly was not fueled by a black-owned gas station? Let's scratch it off the list, please. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Now, here's the kicker. This is going to fuck y'all up because y'all like... I get a lot of people worried about my sweatshirts. Why is he wearing a pentagram, dude? Why is he wearing the Baphomet shirts, dude? Okay, so all you all you people that worry about what the fuck I wear, since that's important to you, I got a doozy for you guys. Since you guys like to focus on t-shirts and shit, fine. Joe Silva. Well, gee, Sly, who the fuck is Joe Silva? Well, nigga, I'm gonna tell you who Joe Silva is. Remember, they went to the radio station. It's called Off the Hook Radio. 
right? Off the hook radio. The the program director, the interviewer, his name was Joe Silva. Did y'all see the shirt he was wearing? I say, did you see the shirt that Joe Silva was wearing? Since y'all so worried about my goddamn Baphomet pentagram shirts and sweatshirts. I ask you again, did y'all see the shirt the nigga Joe Silva was wearing? In case you didn't, I'm going to tell you. It was a goddamn triangle with the all-seeing eye on it. The pyramid, right? Y'all didn't see that. Y'all didn't catch that part, did you? Stefan caught it. Pyramid shirt, okay. So, why the fuck you holding interviews? Oh, it was so stupid because he was talking through the white boy, right? He since he was, it was he's he's on his living black. Since he wasn't a black interviewer, he was talking through the white boy, right? It was such coon shit. It truly was. Okay, so yeah, Joe Silva. If my thing was, if you're not going to talk to the white dude because he he was it was not a black owned, he was not a black interviewer. Why are you going to the non black owned radio station to promote your little show? Make that make sense, people. Once again, I ask, why did Killer Mike go to a non black owned radio station to promote his show? Okay, All right. Let's cross it off the list. Let me get back to the weed part thing. Now, if this nigga really wants some weed, I know black uh, weed growers. I got a friend. Her name is Portia Mittens. She's from my hometown. She's like a couple years younger than me. She's in I think she's she's in Washington. She owns her own cannabis dispensary. Grown. She grows her own shit. So the whole premise of black folk don't grow weed. That's a lie, people. I just plugged y'all. So if you're looking for weed out of out of Washington State, her name is Portia Mittens. P-O-R-T-I-A-M-I-T-T-O-N-S. Tell us last sent you. All right. So and I'm now I'm off that. Um Okay, okay. So I'm gonna wrap up this episode one. I'm gonna wrap up episode. I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up. Now, remember he's in Athens. And he's like, yo, man, you don't you know any black owned Places I can get something to eat. The what the, the niggas, the one the nigga says, well, Subway. No, I mean that's white owned. Okay, guess what? If a black person buys a franchise, McDonald's, Subway, Arby's, um, guess what? It's black owned. You are a franchisee. So had Killer Mike just went just took his fat ass down there and asked the dude in Subway, hey, is this a black owned franchise? He'd have been okay. But once again, uh, in his uh, quest to be disingenuous, um, for some odd reason, franchises don't count if you're a franchisee owner, if you're black. In his mind, it's not black owned. Okay. I suppose. Um, okay. Then we get to the end where, oh, 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 before I get to the end, exactly. Let me get, before I get to the end, uh, he was talking about black owned hotels and yada, yada, yada. The, did you know, I'm sure he knows, there are 523 black-owned hotels across the country. There's six in Georgia, of course, none in Athens, but that's that's neither here nor there. You know, when he fake slept on the fucking, uh, on, 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 the, on the, the park bench for, for an entire night. Yeah, okay. And then he went to the bike stop, the bike store, bought the black, another Muslim. The, the black owned recycled bike shop. He saw his fat ass struggling to ride the, the fucking bike. 
Okay. All right. All right. Let me get these notes off real quick. C.R. Patterson, Greenfield Bus Company. Yeah, C.R. Patterson, uh, the Greenfield Bus Company was the name of his company when they when they switched to making buses and trucks. Okay. At the closing remarks of episode one, he promoted not one, but two black strip clubs. So once again, your your go-to model for black dollars being recycled is a strip club. Not one, but two. Okay. Now, also, he showed Carol's daughter as a black-owned company. That's that's not that, – in the words of Maury, that's a lie. That's not the case. You, you know, Carol's daughter, y'all know this, but they've been bought out by L'Oreal since 2014. So why is Killer Mike showing you non-owned black companies in the closing credits of episode one of this trash ass show. Sold the company in 2014 to L'Oreal. 2014. That's a long goddamn time. All right, all right. Okay, that's episode one. Lord have mercy. Oh, it only gets worse. It only gets worse. Okay, people. Episode two. And this is probably the epitome of, of, of fuckboyism that you that that Lord have mercy. Okay, the episode two is called Fuck School. All right. Goes to the, the little nursery school. He had two little black boys, two little white boys, little Mexican girl off to the left, and somebody off to the right, whatever, whatever. Okay. He asked the kids what they want to be when they grow up. This motherfucker says no. You can't be that when you grow up. The one little, the little black boy says, I want to be president. You know, listen, I'm not a dream killer. But if a little kid, if a little black boy says, I want to be president, I'm like, no, little, no, little nigga, you, you can't be president. You can be whatever else outside of that shit. But president, no. So, I, you know, I ain't going to be too hard on this. one. But he told all the little, all the little kids, the little white boys, I want to be a scientist to, to help cure cancer. Killer Mike says, no. You can't do none of that. These are little kids. These are all these little kids. No, your dreams don't mean shit. He said, you need to learn a trade, which I can, I can, I, okay, I liked where he was going at first. I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let me, well, take me where you're going, trying to go, Killer Mike. Let me, take me where you're trying to go. All right. So the nigga's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to learn a trade, learn how to carpentry, you know, build, build things, you know, uh, uh, toiletries, HVAC, whatever the fuck the case may be. All right. So his, his, uh, the guy he brings in, this nigga, this white dude is named Tobin. Now, Tobin is suspect. Okay, Tobin is very effeminate. He's a white dude. It's not about black or white, but there's a narrative I want you to see that's being built here, and I'm going to take you through it. He brings in Tobin. Tobin is a handyman. Okay, Sliber, why is this important? Well, nigga, I'm going to tell you. Tobin learned to become a handyman by watching do-it-yourself YouTube videos. So this is the guy you're going to bring in to teach these kids on, on the complexities of a trade and why learning a trade is so important. Fine. The nigga's a handyman to learn watching YouTube shit. Whatever. So they had the little kids go through stuff, you know, uh, sheet rock or whatever, plaster and snake a drain or some shit. You know what I'm saying? A little cute shit, okay? And then kids was like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. And the little kids was like, fuck this shit. Um... 
but let me get back to the, the one part when the little boy was like, when a little boy, he asked the little boys, how, how do you like school? The little black boy said, well, they call me poop. They say I look like poop, which was very disturbing. He says, well, no, you don't look like, you're not like poop. You have your beautiful bronze skin. I was like, okay, yeah, nigga. I, okay, I'm with you on this. Then this nigga pulls out some crayons. I said the nigga pulled out some crayons. He pulled out brown, burnt sienna. He had a black one and a white one. I can't make this shit up. Okay. Do you understand? I can't make this shit up. This nigga actually pulled out crayons to break down the complexities of color to the little black boy. What did I tell y'all about crayons? Nigga, are you a crayon? Do you call yourself burnt sienna on paperwork? Okay. Let's move on, shall we? So then he has a meeting with the principal. And she's a sister. Now, I'm not going to get into how the black women with the educational system. I'm not going to get into all that because you know where I can go with this real quick. So they're having a dialogue between his idea of what kids should be learning versus what her curriculum is. And he says to her, well, you know, they talking about the dreams. I told him, no. He said, I tell my kids. It, the hell with your dreams this is what you need to do this is what you need to be and she and the look on her face and i was with i was like holy shit you can't tell you can't tell kids this shit man just stop they're kids they're children you know what i'm saying they're children and that's what they basically they agree to disagree okay so then we're moving on we're, we're, we're moving on oh then before he leaves the school or some shit he says a lawyer is a trade oh, oh wait what he said a lawyer is a trade. No, a lawyer is what you would call an intellectual skill d- degree. It's intellect. It's nothing about build. You don't build shit as, a, as, an, as, as an attorney, as a lawyer. <sighs> that was ironic that he said that. A lawyer is not a trade. Cut that shit out. My brother's an attorney. He would never call it calls his profession a trade. That makes no sense. I mean, okay. Oh, yeah. He told the kids, I don't believe in your dreams. This is what he says. He tells his own kids. I don't believe in your dreams. God damn. OK, let's move on. Let's move on. OK, so then he's building up this. Uh, this whole narrative is shaped on how to get people to learn. So he goes to the streets and asks people, do they want, do they want to learn a trade? Right. He brings them into the classroom setting. They give them a little test about what they know about trade. Um, you know, different uh, trades, carpentry, uh, electrical, HVAC, shit like that, right? So they fail the test miserably, whatever the case may be. And he asks them, you know, what you guys want to be? The two, of the, two of the niggas was like, I want to be in the music business. And then, of course, Killer Mike's like, oh, my God, oh, whatever. And the white dude's like, uh, he wants to get into real estate. The white woman, what did the white woman say? I forget what the white woman said. And there's a, there's a one gay dude. Gay dude's important. Gay's, I'm setting this up. I'm setting this up. Okay, so he goes to his cam model. He says, "Oh, and he, he goes into his diatribe saying porn is the most watched thing on the, on the internet." Blah 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 blah. And, and the, the you know the white dude's like, you know, when people watch, I watch online stuff for entertainment. So he's thinking, "Oh, let me do, let me combine porn with education. That, that way, it'd be easier and and make people much more interested in learning a trade." Okay. This is all building up for an educational porn video. Everybody, just just walk, just bear with me. Give me, give me, give me some room to breathe on this one, okay? So he brings Tobin, the handyman, right? 
he goes to a cam model and the cam model is like, well, yeah, this is what I do. I have 8,000 subs, and yada, yada, yada. So he's like, okay, can we merge the two? Can we merge Tobin's skill set with what you do, right? And then Tobin shows the girl how to do a lamp, whatever, right? And it didn't work out. So he goes, oh, here's the, the key, the, the, the coup de gras. He goes to this black sex consultant. This chick is bald-headed, a black woman. Shitload of piercings. This bitch looks like she pegs niggas for a living. This bitch looks like a hardcore stud dyke, whatever the fuck. Just this bitch, ooh, right? So he's like, hey, I have an idea. I want to teach people a trade. And I want to use you to help me consult a script to, you know, merge porn with learning a trade. She's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we can do this. Um, You know, because porn is, you know, Killer Mike says, well, porn is very misogynistic. She's like, well, yeah, we can do this. We can use a black feminist woman, womanist narrative. Wait, 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 wait. So to come to combat the misogyny in porn, you're going to have this black woman. This black woman has the idea of pushing a black feminist womanist narrative what the fuck is a black feminist womanist i know that is it's it's called the misandrist but what do i know then she's like yeah we can use a sexually aggressive woman as an example yada 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 um so the team is set you have the black liberal sexual free black woman you have the effeminate white man there's your team. These are the people that he, he's going to use to teach you this educational porn shit. I'm building, I'm building something towards this, okay? All right, all right. So Tobin comes up with ideas to, uh, for projects. The black chick comes up with, with, with who they're going to use for these scenes, okay? The first scene is going to use lesbians to show you how to install an electrical outlet. The second scene is a boy girl uh, showing how to snake a drain. The third scene is two homosexuals used to show you how to install a lock set. Oh my God. Okay. Let me, uh, okay. Okay, so they're filming the scenes. So with the lesbian couple, of course, they're black. One's a stud, clearly a stud. And the other ones, I guess, would be the famine. They film their scenes. And then the second scene with the snake drain was, what is he, Puerto Rican, white? I don't know what this dude was. And then, of course, another, another light-skinned black woman. And then the third, there's two niggas, two niggas. I'm so tired of seeing gay black men. I'm so tired. I'm, I am beginning to truly despise gay black men. I really, really am. I don't want to go on a diatribe. I'm trying to keep this objective as possible. But I'm getting really, really tired of gay black men. I don't want to watch the Super Bowl because that's going to be some fag nigga on the sidelines 
as a dress as a goddamn cheerleader, nigga. I'm tired of this narrative. Tired. Okay. Moving on. So then they compile the scenes. They show he brings the, the, the classroom back together again. He plays the 15 minute video for everybody. And you can clearly see the people, everybody's bothered. Even the gay dude is like, what the fuck? Right? First scene. The white women are like, one of them, you can tell one of them's kind of getting turned on, sort sort of speak. The one nigga, he's a you can tell he's a nigga. He's just like, what the fuck is this shit, nigga? Like, are you kidding me? You wasting my fucking time right now? Um, they get to the second scene. Still, people are still like, what what is this? What the fuck is this? Right? Third scene, the, the the homo niggas. Of course, the the gay dude in the class is blushing. He, you know, he doesn't want to let on that he's really enjoy, he's clearly enjoying this shit. The one nigga in the back is clearly disturbed by this shit. By the third scene, the white woman's kind of like, okay, I guess you know. <laughs> white dude's like, okay, <laughs> so he gives him a test. And all the scores improved by 75%. Killer Mike surmises because it is a little small sample rate that educational porn uh, works because he had a small sample rate and their numbers increased by 75%. What the fuck ever. So then he goes to Omnitech. He takes his little findings to Omnitech. And of course the black dude's like, hey, I mean, I built this school, man. I, remember, I had one room with 12 students. And now, you know, Omnitech, for those that live in Atlanta, you know where Omnitech, uh, the, the school is, right? And he shows him his, this, this educational video. And this old nigga, old nigga's like, is this a joke? Oh, oh, you're serious? Uh, okay. Okay. Somehow, and I'm just, just, listen, this whole show is about shameless advertising. There's nothing to learn here. Let me just be, I don't even need to watch episodes four through six, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it because I, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to break down episodes four through six at a later date. There's nothing for you to learn with this show. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So the, the headmasters, you know, he's like, you know, he said, well, your findings again. He said, yeah, their scores increased by 75%. So the nigga's like, okay, yeah, we'll try it. Even the white dude in the classroom was like, you'll never get state accreditation for this. You'll never get state funding. You'll never get government funding with this type of curriculum. The white dude dropped some knowledge. White dude, random white dude was like, you'll never get state funded, government approved accreditation, let alone funding for this shit. Okay. Whatever. Uh, okay, let's let's get on to um, <laughs> let's get on to episode three. Oh my god, this shit! This was probably the, this was like the out of the first three episodes, this was like the second worst episode, be, because niggas. Then this like he, he should have just changed his episode and just call it niggas, but it's called the white gang privilege. So once again, Killer Mike. Wants to use the the arguing the, the the talking point of well because white gangs are able to monetize and and sell products why can't black gangs well 
they already have and are doing it. It's called drugs and guns. But he wants to use Hell's Angels as his example. You can't do what white people do. Okay? You you you, you can't. Hell the the Hell's Angels. Yeah, they're 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 uh they're a company. I get it. But to to use them as your example as to why, well, I think niggas nigga gangs should be able to uh make money too. Last time I checked, I didn't know Crips and Bloods hadn't hadn't had a, a registered trademark. I didn't know they had attorneys on staff. I didn't know they were backed by the government to that extent. The Hell's Angels are. Regardless of what the history of violence the Hell's Angels have done, the drug trafficking and the, the mass murder, they are a government-backed, funded company. Period, point blank. Okay? You can't do what the Hell's Angels can do, done, are doing. All right? So let's get into it. This nigga said... Crips and Bloods are disconnected brotherhoods across the country. He said Crips and Bloods are disconnected brotherhoods across the country. Pookie Sands in the building. Pookie Sands. I'm this Pookie saying when I get if you if you if you hang around long enough the the fuckery comes in with this one this one particular blood dude I'm a, I'm gonna break it down I'm gonna get to it I promise this nigga said bloods and crips are disconnected brotherhoods across the country okay so who does he go to as his uh ex for his experiment. He goes to these random ass Atlanta niggas that just happen to call themselves Crips. These niggas said, oh, wait a minute. No, no. He didn't go to LA. He didn't go to South Central. He didn't go to Watts. He didn't go to Compton. He didn't get, he didn't grab the rolling 60s. He didn't get the treetop pyro. He didn't get none of these the real live. Grape Street Crip. He ain't getting none of them niggas. He ain't getting none. He got some fake ass Atlanta Crips. As it, if did y'all see these niggas? Did y'all see these country ass Crip niggas? No diss to my country brothers, but these are some sad ass Crip niggas. Of all the gangs you want to call yourself, you want to call yourself Crips. Y'all couldn't be the country boys. Y'all couldn't be ATL's finest. Y'all couldn't be y'all couldn't be y'all couldn't be called the you know the A Town Stomp or some shit. Y'all no. Yeah, yeah. There's Crips in Atlanta. Either Killer Mike does apparently do a lot of economic initiatives. Pookie saying, I hear you, bro. But this is some bullshit. This is some bullshit, my nigga. So all these Crip niggas introduced themselves. You can tell these niggas ain't bust a gun, ain't sold nothing, nothing bigger than a dime bag. 
these niggas ain't got no gangster. And I listen, I'm more gangster than these niggas. I've shot more pistols and done more dirt than these niggas. Them niggas all combined. I don't give a fuck what you say. Fuck the dumb shit. Okay, I'm sure my rap sheet is miles longer than theirs combined. Okay, fine. I'm I'm getting off track. So in his little speech, he's bashing Coca-Cola, talking about Coca-Cola contributes to uh, diabetes and high blood pressure, right? Okay, so then I would think, well, then then let's not sell Coca-Cola. Let's sell some water. Let's sell something that, that would help, um, you know, promote good health. No, you want to sell the same shit they use to kill us, right? Does that make sense? Ain't this the same Coca-Cola that said that we all say, oh, they put cocaine in this shit. So y'all want to do what the white people do again. Uh, okay. 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 Fine. Fine. So these niggas come up with the goddamn Crip a cola. <sighs> Nigga, if I was an LA Crip, I'd be I'd be on Killer Mike's ass. I'm sorry. If I was a real live LA Crip, I would be at Killer Mike's fucking neck. Yeah, that's right. Go Patriots. That's right. I would be at fucking Killer Mike's neck. GD. <laughs> right. He, the GDs wouldn't do no dumb shit like this. You know? Vice Lords wouldn't do no dumb shit like this. But I'm getting off track. So, Crip a Cola. Crip a Cola. Okay. Whatever. They go hire a white guy, a white graphic designer. You mean to tell me in all. Of the cities of Atlanta, outside of Atlanta, you mean to tell me you couldn't find one black graphic designer to help with the Cripacola logo? And the look on this white dude's face, he was smiling so hard. He was so uncomfortable. He was so weirded out. I felt bad for the white dude. Nigga, I felt bad for the white dude. Not, I'm, man, listen. I felt so bad for the white dude. I'm cringing. I'm like, white dude, just walk away from this shit. But I get it. Shameless plug, advertising for your company is going to bring in, you know, traffic. I get it. But he was so uncomfortable. Okay? And you got these... non-eloquent ass niggas it's not even about them being country these niggas clearly okay 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 I'm getting off track okay okay the one crip nigga said man good man hey man you know we shall we shall our soda man nigga we can have Ethiopian in the Middle East this nigga said an Ethiopian in the Middle East. Do y'all understand the fucking problem here? Okay. The nigga said an Ethiopian in the Middle East. I cannot make this shit up. Okay. Even if I could, I wouldn't. All right. So they once again, to take their idea to the next level, they go to Sean Martin. Sean Martin is a former executive vice president of marketing from Coca-Cola. Okay. 
Derek, thank you, uh, Derek. Appreciate the uh, the donations, bro. Thank you, thank you. I'm thank you. All right. Um. So the Sean Martin guy, you know, he's giving giving them their take and get you know whatever the case may be. And there, and Killer Mike asked him, "Well, do you think we need to clean the clean up the the crip image?" And he was like, "Well, you know, Coca Cola, you know, didn't necessarily clean up their image." Nigga, we ain't talking about the history of Coca-Cola. Because if we really thought Coca-Cola was that bad, and the fact that they, you know, we, we've heard the stories of cocaine and the aborted fetal tissue, and yet they still sell millions and millions of products worldwide, right? You can't compare that to a black gang that right now pretty much stands for violence and i get it yeah crips we started as a protective command listen that's so far gone okay the whole and i know a lot of niggas be like well you know the gangs started to, to protect the community nigga we are so far moved from what the original purpose of these gangs were okay when you think crip god damn it you think motherfucking uh uh what was the fucking the main the the, the sean penn shit what was that one what wait 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 thank you thank you Mr. Lee wait a minute what was the fucking Sean Penn movie he played the cop the 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 the, the gang movie what was it Don Cheetah was in the shit okay when you think Crip you think this shit okay you think colors there it is colors 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 when you hear Crip I am a nightmare walking Psychopath talking. King of the jungle, just a gangster stalking. That's what the fuck you think when you hear Crip. Nigga, you don't think, oh, they, you, they were trying to, pro, to protect the, the community from other gangs. No, nigga. You think violence. Violence. Okay? You will never, ever, ever, in this, his, in this lifetime, nor my daughter's lifetime, know your, your grandkids life you will never clean up the image of crips and bloods never it's never going to happen okay all right i'm, I'm getting long-winded so then so they go they're in the kitchen they learn how to make the the the, the pop well, we call it, we call it pop y'all say soda whatever same thing they then the kitchen learn how to make the pop and then um, whatever, they bottle the shit up. So the white guy, they pick a design, right? And then they never have to talk about who owns what, right? This is key. This is never mentioned. Who owns the logo, Cola? Who owns the logo for Blood Pop, right? Who, who, who really controls uh, those intellectual properties? This is never discussed in this entire episode at all. Of course, Killer Mike's not gonna—he's not gonna mention it, right? These niggas are talking about, yeah, man, that's our—that's our logo, man, that's our font, man. No one can use that shit, nigga. If you don't sit your dumb ass down, okay. All right. So then, Killer Mike sets up a uh, sets up a focus group of pop drinkers, okay. And uh, they bring in these white dudes, white dudes, and one Puerto Rican. This is the the Puerto Rican's funny funny they bring in the white focus groups they bring in the test um product they all drink the pop they like the pop 
Okay? They're down with the pop. And then they find out they're told it's made by Crips. Conversation went left. And white boys are like, what? Crips? You mean someone could get killed from another gang if they bought this? <laughs> it's corny. It has a point. It's corny, but he has a point. And, and and I get it. Everything the white folk has made, built, whatever, we support the shit. It all had a, a, a negative history. I get it, man. I get all that shit. The Timberland tree, Hugo Boss for the Nazis, Adidas for the Nazis. I get all that shit. I get all that. I get it. I get it. I get it. Here's the difference. Those companies have had 100 years to change their narrative, okay? The Crips don't have a hundred years to change their narrative. Now, maybe in a hundred years, the Crips and Bloods may mean something different. But as of right now, in 2019, Crips and Bloods is some nigga shit, okay? It's some nigga shit. It's some violent. Matter of fact, they they going back at it again in L.A. They are they are at it back again in L.A., okay? So then the white boys is like trashing it. They're tr- not even the pop. They're just trashing the history and the, the, the narrative of Crippacola. The white boys are giving them, giving them the business. And then they're behind a, uh, a, a, a mirror. And they're just, they're, they're, the niggas is upset. Well, man, how they going to say they like the pop, man? Then they trash this, man. You dumb niggas. Y'all chose to align yourselves with a negative entity. What the fuck do you expect? And you want to see and sell this shit to people, right? Whatever. Okay. So then Killer Mike comes in because the, the young niggas is getting upset. Their feelings are hurt. Their feelings are hurt. Pride, ego, they're, they're hurt. Okay. <laughs> so Killer Mike comes in and try to get, you know, try to sway their viewpoints on, on the history of this and history of that. And a Puerto Rican dude is like, he's a feminine. A Puerto Rican dude is like, no. Nah. No, no, no. The point we can do is like, fuck what you talking about, Killer Mike. It's 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 bad shit. All right. Then get into the politics and other shit. And the point we can do is ready to walk the fuck about it. He's ready to walk about it, right? <laughs> and uh, they're ready to walk about it. Whatever. <laughs> Killer Mike calms him down and shit. So then you know he brings all the fellas in to meet the focus group. They all share fake hugs and smiles and shit. Um. Okay. So then. Moving on, he gets down. He he wanted to prove the theory that you wouldn't get killed from another gang for buying Crip Cola. So Killer Mike's answer to that would be is, well, let's go to the Bloods and offer them a pop. France Pierre, thank you, sir. Shout out to you always coming with the 6%. Thank you. I appreciate that most definitely. Most definitely. So he gets with the Blood niggas. Now, here's a problem with the Blood niggas. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt some people's feelings today. Today, them blood niggas, them Atlanta blood niggas, the one nigga that's the vegan blood, right? Remember the, the little, the little short vegan, the, the little blood nigga, the, the vegan. I just want to, if you, if you've seen it, you know who I'm talking about. Pookie saying you still here? <laughs> the little short vegan dude, the little vegan blood nigga. He's from Castle Hill, Bronx. The nigga ain't even from Atlanta. The nigga is from Castle Hill, Bronx, New York. If you're in the building, stand up so y'all can come get your boy and take him back home.
so he can stop that, stop perpetrating his ass down there in Atlanta. Okay, Pookie saying, "Come get your boy." <laughs> Pookie saying, "Come get that nigga from Castle, from <laughs> he from Castle Hill, the Bronx. This <laughs> nigga from the Bronx, son. This nigga from the Bronx." That nigga from the Bronx, son. The little short nigga that's a vegan. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, wait, 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 wait. The little nigga from the, the little nigga from the Bronx. Son. That's my word, B. That's my word, Sonny from the Bronx. The, the little nigga named Hocus. The little nigga name is Hocus Full Fit for some shit. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All right, so he's from New York. Whatever the case may be. So he offers them their own pop, right? Called Blood Pop. Oh, my God. Okay. So (laughs) he arranges them both to sell their products at the farmer's market. You know, as friendly competition, as a show of solidarity. So, hey, there's no no real beef. So... So you got basically two, two sets of gang members that ain't that ain't real gang members <laughs> to sell product. <laughs> I'd have been more impressed if he'd have done this shit in South Central and in Inglewood. I'd have been more impressed if he got some real live bloods, real live crips, and try to pull this shit off. That would have I'd have been like, okay, I'm down for this shit. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so moving on. Let me see. Oh, yeah. So, um, okay. Not one time. Oh, no, no. I forgot. The bank loan. Oh, my God. The bank loan. Before this all takes place, right after the focus group, or even before the focus group, he takes these niggas to a loan officer. Killer Mike, the guy that's made millions of dollars from music. So he knows how this shit goes. Why did he take them niggas into this bank to get this bank loan from this black man? And these niggas ain't got no business plan. These niggas are not wearing suits. These niggas didn't have a spokesperson to speak for these niggas. Why'd he do that to them? Why he do that to these niggas? Why would you put these niggas in such a negative? They are, we already look at them crazy. Okay, we already we already think they're slow, dumb, retarded, whatever. We already think you are of low intellect. Why would you bring these niggas into a situation that requires a higher level of thinking, planning, execution? Why would you put them in a business setting that they've never been in before? Why would you, why would you take these niggas to a, a loan officer? You know what I'm saying? 
I didn't say he was a millionaire. I said he said he said he's made millions. I didn't say he was a millionaire. I said he said he made millions. All right. France Pierre, who's making money off the series. Is, is over there. I, I yeah, I agree, France. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna ask that question. So the older black man, the, the, the loan officer, he's not impressed with the cameras. You can tell because he's not even looking at he's looking at these niggas in front of him. You got the fat nigga with the gap teeth on the end. The little skinny nigga, I think his name is Mordo, or whatever, the little light-skinned little nigga in the middle. You got Killer Mike on the end. So I'm looking at two slovenly, slovenly dressed Negroes. One goofy Negro, Negro in the front, in the middle, right? So he asked, he asked him, um, now, mind you, these niggas ain't coming in with nothing. They're asking for $100,000. Now, you know goddamn well, Killer Mike know better. He would never go into, you would have, Killer Mike, if I, you would have some white boy, some Jew, somebody other than yourself to walk into that bank to ask for a hundred grand for a company that, that it's a startup. That's what I would do. Okay. That's what I would do. But, but, but. They're sitting there, and the, then the, bro, the old man asked them. He asked them, "Well, do you have receipts? Um, do you have what is this for?" They didn't present a business plan. Nothing. This nigga said, "Wait, a minute, what, what did he say? What did he say?" He said, "The fat nigga with the with the with the gap in his mouth." Hold up. He said, hey, dog, I done pulled up in the most treacherous neighborhoods with only one product to sell. Slow, Slow, what did you just say? What did, he, what did the nigga say? What did he just say again? He said, hey, dog, I pulled up in the most treacherous neighborhoods with only one product to sell. Nigga. Are you for real? Everything I've said to you in this live stream came out of their mouths on this series. I didn't make up not one goddamn thing written down this piece of paper. I didn't exaggerate none of this shit. None of it. If you didn't catch what I said, if, you, if you've seen this and you didn't catch this shit, go back and watch it again. This is what they all said. All these episodes. This is what they said. Okay. Once again, if you. What dog, what did he say? He said, hey, dog, I done pulled up in the most treacherous neighborhood with only one product to show. This the fat nigga with the gap in his mouth. Of course, they didn't get the loan. But you see where I'm going with this shit. That's all I could watch. I couldn't watch anymore, y'all. I, I couldn't. So I will do f- episodes four through six at a later date. Killer Mike. We we know the same people. I know your people. Nigga. I need you to stop this bullshit. And I and and, and I know it's gonna hurt maybe a relationship of, or, or two of mine with with, 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 him, with his people down in Atlanta. This shit got to stop. I'm sorry. 
it's got to stop. Everybody has a price. I don't, I don't even know what to say after all that. I don't I don't I don't know. Um for those that are in disbelief, I implore you to go watch episodes one through three and play this shit simultaneously. So you can see where the bullshit is. Niggas. 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 I'm tired of niggas. I'm tired of niggas. Matter of fact, I'm about to, I'm about to start getting tired of black folk. In a minute, <laughs> the rate the rate this shit going. <laughs> yeah, what time is it? Twelve twenty-one. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, that that that's it. Um, I'm not gonna hold you guys up. I know it's a lot of football celebrations going on right now. That the Patriots will win this motherfucker tonight. The numbers line up. The numbers line up. I get it. I get it. You know, um, the coach of the Rams is 33 years old. I get the numbers on both sides. Patriots got this one. I'm not even not even worried about it. Um, Nick, big dog, it, I'm turning in my black card. I don't even want – no. Nope. Nope. I can't. I can't with this. The nigga Naki, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, um – that's your boy, Killer Mike. That's your boy. That's your boy. So, um, like I have no ill will against the dude. I don't even have a beef with Killer Mike. I just think he's just like everybody else, a paid provocateur. Everyone makes every every artist that are they're in like on the downslope of their careers. They always want to transition into politics. All of a sudden, if you notice that. All these artists now, all of a sudden, want to become political activists. I, I can't, I can't. Um, but that's y'all, boy. I listen. I'm over it. I'm over. Yeah, the little nigga is a, is a vegan. That's a goddamn blood from Castle Hill, Bronx. I'm gonna watch Killer Mike's interview. I keep hearing about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. So, no Nazim Rams. Gonna nope. They're gonna give it to the Patriots. Um. Can y'all imagine Killer Mike Umar and Tariq did a show together? Yo, it'd be, you know, speaking of that, uh, the consciousness, Ronnie. Yo, what happened today on, on Saza Ali's stream? Yo, what the fuck was she crying about? Yo, all I know is they were dragging her ass in the chats. What does Zaza Ali do for her own people to drag? I mean, she was getting dragged in the chats, y'all. I was just like, what did I miss? What did I miss? But, uh, hey, Ann, hey, um... Let me uh, let me attempt to get everybody to shout out in these these chats. I'm sorry, I, you know I just had to get this shit off my chest with this killer mic shit. Like I said, I will do episodes four through six at a later date. I'm in no rush to finish this shit up because I I I seen enough. But like I said, for those that are not privy or aware, I will do the breakdowns of four through six. Not a problem. Just I'm just gonna do it when I feel like doing it. He's not a priority anymore. I think I pretty much um uh, dug up the skeletons in this in this whole bullshit ass. Uh, season, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, as I am, hey, Ms. Naya, Maya, Mad Guns, Roscoe, Ernie, and Danny DeVito, Oops, and Lorenzo, 
Salam. Hey, Curly88, Wonder League Row, KATN. Did I say Lamont? Did I get you Lamont? I mean, hey, Pookie Sand, brother, I'm going to be in New York uh, March 28th through the 31st. I'm going to be in New York. The flight's been booked. Nigga, I got Airbnb. I'm going to be in Harlem. I'm going to be looking for Pookie Sand. I'm going to be in Harlem. Gonna, listen, we're going to go to 125th. Nigga, we're going to look for, we're going to look for Sardinetta. <laughs> Nigga, I want to take pictures in front of the Apollo. <laughs> but hey, I'm going to be in New York at, at, at the end of March, though, for sure. So I'll let you know when it gets closer. <laughs> uh, Johnny, um, lovely lady, hey, ball, hey, vert, Ernie, Nazim, I, I just missed all y'all. Ronnie, as I am, Nick, my, that's the black piranha right there. <laughs> Curly, Roscoe. Everybody for the super chats. Thank you, uh, France and uh, Mr. Lean. And uh, who else did I forget? Oh my god, I'm gonna forget anybody. I'm sorry. Uh, Briscoe, uh, Greedy G, what's happening? Ultra K Sensitive, Larry Malone, uh, Music World Halfway, <laughs> Deshaun. Did I get Roscoe and a banana? That's funny. Shabe. Gerard, Chauncey, what's happening? Stefan, my man, Shabe. I got Shabe, right? Ms. Naya, Bumbaclot, Copastetic. Um, <laughs> and uh, as always, so I think I got everybody. If I missed you, I'm sorry. Oh, Sheila. I got Oh, Sheila, right? Okay, okay. Lamont, okay, I think I got everybody. Um, You forgot, wait, wait, Malcolm, my bad, dog. I'm sorry, Malcolm, shit, my bad, bro. Slavers of Sarnetta. Hey, no, hey, that nigga flashing guns on, on camera. I don't want no smoke with Sarnetta. Shit, hell no. That nigga short pulling out pistols and shit. <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga pulling out pistols and shit. <laughs> Ronnie, yes, Ronnie, yes, yes, definitely, 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 definitely. I, def, listen, I, I will make it a point to take my ass to one on one two fifth. I will make that's like my bucket list. That's on my bucket list. All right. Uh, James, can I touch on Takashi? <sighs> okay. Let me say this about Takashi. And I'm not saying about this. But I know dudes that fake went to jail, prison. Okay. I know dudes that were low-key celebrities that got caught up in a scandal that went to trial that got sentenced to a whole bunch of years in prison and never went to prison. I'll leave it at that. I'm not saying that's what the case here. I'm just saying I know at least two dudes that were low-key celebs, went through all this shit, and never went to prison. They got hit with 10, 15 years, some shit like that for some some extra shit. They never went to prison. Never. So, if it... Yeah, is there a fake jail? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, without, without question. Okay, but I, I'm just saying, is it, could that could could this Takashi thing be part? Could be, could be. But um, I know two dudes that fake went to jail. I mean, I went to the they went to the whole shebang. Everything. These motherfuckers on TV fighting their cases and shit, and they, the, the judge banged the gavel, and them niggas never went to prison. So, um, yeah, 
we're not going to talk about Bow Wow getting beat. Oh my God! It, also, it, it was a training that Bow Wow was fighting. That's te- that's terrible. That's terrible. I feel bad for that dude, man. That dude can't catch a break. But yo, I'm gonna get up out of here. Um, the guys are going back to Puerto Rico probably. Yo, Rebel, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the BSG shirts in a couple of months, man. Right now, I just want to see how the uh, the Black Shark shit does. But I'm I'm gonna do the BSG shirts. It's coming. Just not right now. Um. So, I have an actual army of goons that I can quarry on a moment's notice. That's that's what it. That's what you need. Yeah. Wait, wait. And you get to the NYA. You like we be on the highway. Nah, it's just like a. Yeah, y'all didn't see y'all didn't see a sign to put a pistol out. Yeah, the nigga put the pistol out. Yeah, he's pressed. Y'all got y'all got him pressed. Y'all better stop. Ble- y'all better leave. I know alone. I just strap on lie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get jumped by the pills. I ain't worried about them dudes. <laughs> but yo, I'm getting out of here. Uh, thank you everybody for hanging out. Um, thanks for the super chat, guys. Uh, I hope you learned something from this. Like I said, this this whole diatribe that I presented to you guys was not based off feelings or emotions. I was a, as as objective as possible. Um, if you don't believe what I wrote or said, please watch the first three episodes and you know, find a flaw in what I just said, you know, so with that being said, um, y'all have a good one, um, enjoy yourselves the rest of the day, Patriots by, I'm gonna say Patriots by six, seven-ish, and, uh, that's what it is, so uh, y'all have a good one, peace!